Welcome to N20XX. This series takes the listener, year by year, into the future. From 2040 to 2195. If you like emerging tech, ecotech, futurism, permaculture, apocalyptic survival scenarios, and disruptive science, sit back and enjoy short stories that showcase my research into how the future may play out. Daesuk rides the eight-seater golf cart through Nevada desert, a coat of dust forming around his nostrils. He started wearing his long hair in a thick braid when he moved here. Now he wears his LA collar shirts, unbuttoned over t-shirts. He's loving his new AR glasses. The glass becomes as reflective as mirrors in sunlight. Some say the graphics are better in sunglasses mode. They show him the speed of the golf cart and how much charge it has. An arrow on the road shows where the cart plans to go. He can look at his wrist, and a watch will appear. All his foldable apps were on the glasses as soon as he locked them to his ID. He doesn't take his foldable with him anymore and doesn't miss it. His earbuds collect dust on his bedside table. Before, he used his foldable to unlock doors or pay in-store. Now, he puts his thumb to his pointer finger, and a key appears that he touches to a lock, to pay. He makes the same gesture near a pay puck, and a debit card appears. There have always been AR glasses, at least in his lifetime, but they only became a foldable replacement, when VR dots enabled accurate body tracking. Who wants to wear motion tracking gloves all the time? With VR dots, he can use his toes to start and stop apps. Some people report allergic reactions to VR dots or just being annoyed by feeling chips under their skin. The chips are as wide as a human hair. One femme, unable to not feel her chips, used a needle to dig them out, but she couldn't find them. So, how noticeable are they if someone can't find them to dig them out? He watches posts of Guru Frisky through his glasses. He's always known about her but never fanned her. He wasn't sure what she looked like until two days ago. Always surrounded by a group of cohorts and worshippers, she ambushes bystanders, asks them questions, and interrupts them before they can finish answering. She's sexy without trying to be, he'll give her that. She also amplifies her sexiness on purpose, but it's her unintentional sexiness that resonates with him. She may mock pout, tilt her head, and show her cleavage, but it's all the unacted moments he reacts to. One thing she does is turn her back on the camera and flash her breasts at people, mostly young men, to capture their reactions. Most of her followers are femmes. A lot of femmes follow her lead and make similar posts, flashing strangers or peers. It's kind of a craze right now. The only thing the watcher of the post sees is the reaction so it is kind of hilarious. Still, it makes him anxious. He must tell her he does not want to be in any of her recordings. She scares him. Don't a lot of children of famous people kill themselves? Being around someone who goes off like that all the time must be exhausting. What if they film their arrival? He'll have to wave his arms and say don't record me if they do that. The cart approaches a deserted airfield. There are no other vehicles. The control tower office, like a larger version of one of those elevated hunter's huts, sits on still poles several stories high. The landing strip looks safe to use, but some weeds grow on it in places, and the beginnings of sand dunes collect on the surface. A league of cooperations installed an automated air traffic control station, and they are supposed to send robots to maintain the field. The car parks next to the landing strip. That dot in the sky is probably her plane. He tries pointing at it, 
but his new glasses do nothing, with an update or two, maybe he'll get information about a plane when he points at it, how many people will she have with her, he should've asked her, in her posts, a group of devotees always follow her around, why does she want to come out here, is she going to ambush interview a cactus, his heart rate climbs and he taps his feet, a two-passenger, four-propeller, carbon weave plane nears the field, its wings rotate, slowly angling the propellers from forward facing to upward facing, the plane slows and descends, its skinny legs folding out right before it touches down, the propellers stop, Daesuk walks to the plane as the clear, domed canopy rolls back, and one passenger stands, the second, back seat looks vacant, a side door opens downward revealing steps on its interior side, she climbs down, a black femme who's remarkably tall and slender with long, perfectly straight raspberry hair, Daesuk offers a hand, Guru Frisky, she turns and offers her hand, fingers pointed down, in real life, in her reflective glasses, he sees his reflection, despite his non-fan status, he feels flush, he says, you have AR glasses, what a dumb thing to say, she smiles sympathetically, yes, they're lovely, I have luggage, he says, I had the impression you would come with a group, she says, just me, this is not like her posts at all, is he imagining or does she sound sad, yes, we can get that, to help you fit in here I'll say, there is no staff here, she nods, I understand, he says, so no one else is coming, there isn't a second plane, she says, no, where are the verbose comebacks, where is the hand dancing, after loading her two gym bags on the golf cart, they drive toward town, a giantess semi passes followed by a cloud of dust, he says, that's from Parump, delivery robots come out of it and go door to door, they drive through a town of McMansions, because she hardly answers, he finds himself doing most of the talking, these were all built 10 years ago, this town was built for wealthy retirees who like to golf and gamble, there was an artificial lake, but that dried up a couple of years after the first house sold, most everyone is gone now, it's too bad the town government fell to pieces, the ones who remain are nice, but don't approach their houses too fast, or they'll shoot, we never saw most of them until word got out that we had food, that was before Sans meets, watch out for snakes, spiders, and scorpions, she looks out to the distance, her AR glasses are not just designer, a fashion item only a star or princes of the mega rich could get her hands on, no surprise there, he says, a lot of the houses are starting to fall apart, you can see a water line on each of them, that's from last year's flash flood, we're building flood walls around all our buildings, she says, I can't imagine it flooding here, he says, me neither until it happened, suddenly everyone was swimming in three feet of water, that building up there is the nursery, it's not actually a nursery, it was my parents' premium grocery store, when they ran it they grew some fresh produce and had a mini nursery, when we first came here we started calling it the nursery because we grew all our own food, we didn't know what we were doing at first, she smooths her pant legs with her hands, and you guys are architects, we were, we all worked for the same firm, I invited them after I came out here to take care of things when my parents passed, the firms have reopened, but most of the jobs have not come back, have you heard of ROW41, it can now design buildings, give it land specs, building height, use, and style, and it will offer you complete blueprints, and all the CAD docs, all the vent ducts, insulation, and electric plans are included to code, I don't miss calculating lighting in every room on floor after floor, 
that was mind-numbing, but I do miss the lifestyle, the only architects working are called curators, it's all about making stylistic choices, creating appeal, user-friendliness, and fine-tuning style, I was always better at knowing building code, finding the best place to put an IT closet, planning emergency exits, that sort of thing, I'm not the best at picking out flooring type, she says, I see, he says, but remember my words, new buildings will be so boring now, that most of the design is handled by AI, she doesn't want to hear all this, he's already boring her, that's what it is, he's boring her to silence, the cart drives around two men laying bricks for a barrier wall, and it enters the lot in front of the nursery, it parks near a large hole, he says, that's the well, the next time it floods, the wall will keep water out, and all the water inside the wall will drain into that well, then we'll have water for a while, she nods, he's relieved she isn't like she is in her posts, but this is the opposite extreme, she's a word or two from being totally silent, his throat feels dry, I can show you to your tiny home, or I can give you a tour now, someone will give us food and drink during a tour, she says, I can do the tour, I slept on the plane, he feels exasperated as he steps away from the cart, she holds back, do we leave my bags here, he says, sure, no one's going to mess with them, cool air envelopes them when they go inside, their glasses turn clear and he can see her eyes, individual projects occupy the floor, a goat eats hay inside a picket fence, a business class quantum computer neighbors the goat, brewer's tank squeak, a femme wearing a straw cowboy hat assembles a kit robot, a couple makes food in the open kitchen, he says, we make our own fungi meat, we extract a DNA from Sam's ham, our meat doesn't taste as good, but people ask us to mail them the live fungi cultures, I get it, but many would wonder, why bother making your own meat when Sam's meat is so cheap, our kitchen is in the center, sometimes meals are amazing depending on who does the cooking, have you heard of biotic kitchens, we want to put one in, instant world class chef, she nods, he says, it was just the 12 of us during the food crisis, we all pitched in back then, none of us knew how to grow food, we're all LA brats, I'll show you the aeroponics, they walk to the right and through a door into a room filled with racks, plastic pipes, and plants under lights, she is certainly in a mood, she is not just showing him her off-camera self, what happened to her, she pays a million dollars to come out here alone, and she needs to keep posting to stay relevant, he'll have to search the news later, to find out if she's running from some controversy, he says, we don't need to grow like we used to, we grow hard to get veggies, giantess has more options every day, better bread than that near bread, have you tried their bread, they came out with the algae equivalent of weed and barley, I'm sure you know about the bread, the next room is the serum room, they enter a room containing tall, blue cabinets connected with metal tubes to tanks, he says, this is our liquid sunlight room, we turn CO2, water, and electricity into acetate which our crops use as fuel, she says, like fertilizer, he says, no, with fertilizer you still need sunlight, acetate powers the plants just like photosynthesis does, people can photosynthesize more efficiently than plants, this is the future of food production, this is being used to grow plants in space, one day crops won't make their own fuel anymore, the next room is much larger and crowded with lab equipment, some of it looks organized, some looks cluttered, and some looks like piles of junk, three people work, looking into microscope viewers, 
loading trays in a flatbed robot, and injecting fluids with a pipette. Everyone here wears AR glasses. One of them makes eye contact with Guru Frisky and nods. Daesuk says, after Sam's meats came out, and we didn't have to make all our food, we came up with our green the desert plan, and started splicing plants. The cactus grass is an early success. We spliced fruit trees with swamp plants, so we could grow fruit in the community wastewater. There's a sequencer over there. We got most of our equipment off eBay. We learned how to splice DNA at Turn Tube University. He starts to laugh, but notices her expression and refrains. It's easy to get plants that are already drought and temperature tolerant. We want to take it to the next level. We're hoping to find plants that can turn the desert green. Do we know what we're doing? Not really. We've combined cactus with bamboo countless times. We combine garden plants with weeds and cactus with ivy in hopes they will spread faster. At first, we just scattered modified seeds in the sand. But now we grow them indoors first to give them a chance. I like to combine tundra plants with desert plants. DB, you'll need her, likes to combine tubers with desert plants. Mercedes combines weeds with seaweed. Most of his stuff never makes it. Denny gets stoned and combines plants with scrapings from his mouth. Tardigrade cultures. All kinds of weird stuff. He grew a vine that does well, but he never keeps records, so we have no idea how he made it. One time I came in here, and he was combining one of our cat's DNA with cattail. I don't think that one ever took off. Guru Frisky nods absent-mindedly and furrows her brow. He says, we have GMO party night on Fridays. You're welcome to join, we call out trivia questions. And the one who answers correctly can choose the next splice to add. That's how we ended up mixing a banana tree with orchid DNA. That was a beautiful tragedy. It may sound dangerous what we're doing. But keep this in mind, microbes swap DNA all the time. It's called horizontal gene transfer. As we got noticed people asked for seeds. As soon as the post office got robot retrofitted, we started to mail out seeds. People all over the world are growing our plants. Plants that won't survive the desert might survive in other environments. She hardly notices what he's saying. Something else is obviously on her mind. Maybe when she feels better she'll want to try some splicing. He says, I'll show you the garden. That's what everyone comes here to see. They go through the back exit. The hot air hits them. He steps to the side to let her look out on what was barren land stretching out for as far as the eyes can see. Now he can be quiet. Let her make the next move. Most want to walk around. She may want to just look. Their glasses change to mirror mode, but he can still see the tears. Why is she crying? It's a bit much. He hopes it doesn't turn out she's bipolar or something like that. The last thing he wants is for some famous influencer to come out here to commit suicide. That could end this operation. She sniffs. It's beautiful. He says, yes, we're happy with it. The garden transforms the desert. Some plants look familiar and different. Some plants look exotic and yet well suited to the dry landscape. Some plants look alien. Paths lead through different areas cut out of the hillside. Guru Frisky, a world famous provocateur and influencer, went into hiding when deep fake videos of her convinced fanatics that she drank the blood of babies in a pact with Satan to gain her fame. Misinformed individuals stalked her and threatened her life, certain they were doing the right thing. Having been a victim of deepfakes, including pornographic deepfakes, for years prior, she paid a small fortune to a development team who created LifeLog Legal. LifeLog jewelry was nothing new, but LLL's endless livestreams, including time and location, 
went to a quantum encryption service. When video or audio of her appeared online, it could be encrypted the same way her LLL stream was, and an AI could determine if it matched or not. LifeLog Legal was developed to hold up in court, using her clout, she convinced all major media services to auto-detect and flag videos that didn't correlate with her life log. AI scoured the internet, detected her face and voice, compared, and flagged fakes. Reputable services took down the offending files or overlaid them with warnings. Anti-slander AI sued individuals who uploaded fake footage of Guru Frisky. If uploaders defended themselves and tried to prove their uploads were authentic, LLL could prove that she was not where they claimed she was at the time. All of this could happen while keeping her life log mostly private. LLL could not have worked without a new kind of encryption, living encryption. The encrypted file remained active with the encrypting computer. The computer assigned a new password every second. Anyone attempting to access the file would need to supply a new password once a second. When deepfakes of her started getting taken down and flagged, thousands signed up for the LLL service. At first, in court, they hired people who could review a life log and vouch for the victim of deepfakes, but soon the AI reviewer counted as valid proof. Life log devices were cheap. An LLL account was free, but customers could pay for added services. People who paid for the premium service had auto-detection, auto-flagging, and auto-lawsuit. In a field outside of Indianapolis, after a strong rain, an unknown type of plant averaging a foot in height grew in clusters near a road. Overnight, the blue, papery leaves stood out and drew the attention of locals. The owner of the land had the plants cleared. After another rain, the same kind of plant grew in multiple locations, as far as 10 miles from the first sighting. DNA analysis revealed Liriup corn, and oddly, hamster genes. Always after rains, the plant cropped up in Florida, Ohio, Colorado, and California. A femme in Louisiana reported finding what she described as red-spotted aloe vera growing on an empty lot. The red spots grew into red lumps. Prickly grass invaded a golf course. The unknown variant survived weed killers. The owners closed the course, removed all the vegetation, and replanted. But the prickly grass returned with a vengeance. From coast to coast on overlooked land once dedicated to outdoor farming and ranching, an unnamed vine tangled itself with other vegetation. The stalks grew puffy like a succulent. Nothing slowed the spread of the vine, not hard heat nor flash freezes. Not droughts nor floods, not bad soil nor polluted land. Each year the stalks grew a new layer on the outside as the inner layers turned into a hard spongy material. A geneticist said the tiny antennas that grew near the thorns were the result of horsefly DNA, but it was the plant that included tardigrade DNA that no one would notice for years that made the nursery infamous. Thank you for listening. I will never run ads on this podcast. Please take the time to rate, review, and subscribe so that more future-minded people can find this show. My landing page is solomation.com. There, you can find the companion website to this podcast that includes a timeline and illustrations.